0: this time tonight off of The Thirsting's album titled Michael. I'm Kathy Laguna, and thank you so much for being at the FaithFit Radio studio here at the Dices of Orlando for a special presentation, because in the studio today, we have the lead singer of The Thirsting, Daniel Uberrider. Thank you so much for being with us, Daniel.
1: Hey, so happy to be here. Thank you.
0: <laughs> so then The Thirsting, a Catholic rock band. I mean, tell us how the band came to be.
1: Well, I, I started um, back in mid two thousand early like two thousand six two thousand seven, and I always say with more zeal than brains, and uh, um, I had some youth group kids that I was working with um, uh, up in Vancouver Washington. That's where I'm from. It's right next to Portland Oregon, and um, we we started a Catholic rock band. We said you know we need to have some good Catholic music because there's a lot of you know non denominational um, good Christian music out there. But I was like, no, we need to have something that's really authentically Catholic. Um, that speaks to Catholics and isn't afraid to be very Catholic. And so um, we began it. And now those, those original members, they've, they've moved on and, and gone to different places. But I, I really felt God calling me to continue doing this, this band. And, and here we are, 2018.
0: <laughs> That's so wonderful. <laughs> now, I think everybody's really curious. The Thirsting. How did that name become the band's name?
1: Yeah, so we started with the name Thirst. And then um, just because I thought that was pretty cool. And, and how we're, we're thirsting for God. Um, and then we found like there's this band in Europe that had the same name. So we're like, ah, oh, maybe we should change it. You know, probably being a little too overcautious, but it, it was good. So that, that all kind of derived from um, Mother Teresa, St. Teresa now, and how she talked about how Jesus, when he's on the cross, how he's um, thirsting for us. And um, that really spoke to my heart, how Jesus is always thirsting for us, for our souls. And it, it works both ways in that we are thirsting for him and he is thirsting for us. It's this mutual relationship. He's so in love with us.
0: So that's very beautiful. Now you're the lead singer, but mm-hmm. there's also three other bandmates. Can you tell me about their roles in the band?
1: Yeah, we got a lead guitar player, uh, Wyatt. He plays lead. I got um, Alec on drums, and then I got um, my my good friend Eric. He's playing bass on it too. He played on the all those guys played on the last record of uh, that we just put out, Michael. And um, they're great musicians, awesome musicians that just they nailed it in the studio so and they're great to play live with
0: (laughs) and so then are you the sole writer of the songs on your album or does the guys help out as well
1: yeah mostly these these songs are mostly written by me i have another buddy in town um near portland oregon that we uh we write sometimes together but uh, probably 90 percent of the record was written by me
0: oh that's good so then why catholic music or specifically the rock genre i mean what about faith and rock music inspires you
1: well you know i grew up myself with rock bands, like I always kind of joke around and I say, well, if you took REM U2 and green day and you made them all Catholic, they had a massive conversion <laughs> to the Catholic faith. It could happen. <laughs> you yes, know. You never know. You never know. <laughs> um, uh, and, and that's kind of, those were my influences in, in high school when I was growing up. And uh, I just brought those with me um, in, into, into my Catholic faith. And I really got into my Catholic faith uh, in high school and then into college. And just felt like, man, there's such a need. Um, one thing I kind of like to. Uh, some people kind of equate us with a little bit of a punk band, um, mm-hmm. and and that's fine. Uh, we're not re- really anti-establishment or something <laughs> like that. You know, we, we like establishment, especially the Catholic estab- establishment. But in some ways, Catholicism is becoming anti-cultural. It's it's countercultural. Um, what we believe as Catholics, and mm-hmm. so. It's rock gives you, um, you know, the, you know, sticking it to the man. Well, we're, we're we're sticking it to the culture in the sense that we're not going to be living this secular culture. We're proud to proclaim our Catholic faith, and so we have a medium of of this music that is not afraid to speak boldly and strongly. So, I like to combine them. I think it's kind of (laughs) cool.
0: That's awesome. So then there are three albums under the title of The Thirsting, and they are The Companions of the Lamb, and you guys Mm -hmm. debuted that in 2008, Universal Youth 2011, and Michael just came out a few weeks ago. I mean, how does it feel to have such a great library of Catholic music for everyone to listen to?
1: It's pretty fun, uh, exciting, especially I'm just so thrilled with Michael. It is definitely our best album, most definitely. Uh, It's just very well produced. I had a great producer. Uh, it's kind of great too when you do live shows. You're like, man, I got 30 songs to choose from. Uh,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's kind of fun to know I, I got all that. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's exciting to have this third album, and it's it's really is our best album ever. If, if anyone's brand new to the Thirsting, this is where you want to start with this album, Michael.
0: I think that's good. So then, what came up with the name Michael for the album?
1: Um, I I uh, well, my family. My wife and I and our our kids, you know, we we pray the St. Michael prayer every morning um, in our morning prayers. And it's just a prayer that I prayed all the time, especially when touring, um, asking for protection from our Lord um, through St. Michael. Because you never know what's going to happen when you're being bold about Jesus. You know, there's just attacks of the evil one can come. So we prayed the St. Michael prayer very often. And then um, about two years ago, I was just kind of rocking out on my guitar and and I just playing around with a chorus. And I wrote that song, and it it really wrote itself. I wrote it you know, some of these songs you just write so quickly, 20 minutes, boom, there it is. So Michael um, was written, and I just like, wow, this song's great. You know, originally I was going to name the the album Holy Angels. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I came across the artwork for Michael, and I just said, this is what it needs to be. Um, And the angels are so powerful. They're with us all the time. They're guiding us, um, protecting us. So uh, you just have to listen to the song, Michael. Maybe I'll just say this right now. Um, um, if if anyone that's listening right now can text um, the word "Catholic" to three one nine nine six. If you text "Catholic," just that word, to the number three one nine nine six, I'll give you five free songs. Um, one of those songs is "Michael." It's the very first song. You can download it, listen to it on your cell phone, or move it into your computer, and uh, you can just start listening to the thirsting right away. You're gonna you're gonna love it. "Michael" is kind of like uh, the Ramones and Green Day. Um, become Catholic. That's what that sounds like. (laughs)
0: I love that. Now, don't forget that at the end of the podcast, I'm going to be playing some of my favorite The Thirsty songs from the album Michael, and I wanted to share with you some of my favorites. But I'll start okay. from the bottom and work up to my absolute favorite of off the album. So I'm going to start with Alone, sure. and I actually thought Alone was going to be about you know someone that's uh, suffering from you know solitary, you know not with God, things like that. But it turned around to be completely different. I mean, it's about God being with you all the time. So technically, you're not alone. So what inspired you to come up with that song?
1: Yeah, so my wife, she's from California. And, um, you know, we've been married for seven years. Early on in our marriage, we actually lived in California for a little bit. And so that was very hard for me. I I, I just felt far from my family in the Northwest, in Portland area. And um, this one day, I was just sitting at my office desk, um, just kind of praying and feeling down, (laughs) (laughs) wondering about what my life is all about, you know. And uh, our Lord just, I had my guitar in my hand and I, I just started singing and our Lord gave me this song and he was just saying to me, Daniel, like, I haven't left you alone. I'm never going to leave you alone. Um, you know, we all have the radical ability to walk away from God. But when we, when we make a commitment to Jesus and we try to stay faithful to him and be authentic Catholics, Jesus doesn't want to leave us. He's, he's just saying, I, I've been with you the whole time. I got plans for you. And I think the, the song really, um, so many people can relate with. It's one of my favorite songs on the album uh, because it's probably one of the most personal songs for me. Um, So I I hope a lot of people will be able to relate with it um, because no matter where each person is that's listening, God hasn't left you alone. Um, He's in the midst of your struggles, your joys, and, and he wants to keep bringing you back home to his church.
0: That's good. And so the other one that I really enjoyed was Ocean of Mercy. Yeah. And I mean, it's a slower tempo song, but I feel like you guys just grabbed to that tempo so well. And I just feel like, you know, God's mercy is always with us. So what is, what is like the magic behind that song?
1: Well, Ocean of Mercy actually was originally recorded uh, back in 2008 on mm-hmm. Companions of the Lamb. And I wanted to refresh it because I knew it was a great song. So kind of modernize it a little bit. So I re-recorded it. We're actually working on a music video for it as well. Hopefully it will be released in the next couple of months for Ocean of Mercy. Uh, it's, the song was inspired, you know, back, I wrote it like eight, nine years ago, um, <clears throat> uh, based off of the writings of St. Faustina. I was reading her diary and uh, just how she talks about that ocean of mercy that our Lord has for us, especially in that sacrament of confession when we go before the priest and he just absolves us of our sins through the power of Jesus blood and his name so um ocean of mercy was really inspired by saint faustina and the mercy that jesus has for us and it's it's another great song um And so it's it's just a great song, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so my number one favorite song off the album of Michael is This Time Tonight, and I was just playing it right when the podcast started. So um, it was really funny, like your reaction to, why are they that song out of all the other ones? But yeah, it just, I I love the rock tempo to that one. It's very hardcore. I mean, if you're not used to the rock genre, it could be a little, you know, intimidating. But what is it about that song that, you know, made it to the album?
1: Uh, you know, it's got kind of a switchfoot feel, if you're familiar with that band. Mm-hmm. Um, I
0: was thinking a lot along the terms of Paramore meets Yellow yes. Card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it has
1: a Paramore feel, too, for sure. There's a lot of songs on this album that have a Paramore feel, uh, especially the song, um, the, the second track called Tonight. Um, but that's anyways, this time tonight, uh, I wrote um, that's another one of those that just came real quickly. Uh, sometimes songs are written in your head first and you come and you sit down. And sometimes songs are written with a guitar in your hand, and God gives you that inspiration. This one was written with a guitar in hand, and I just was rocking that chorus. And I was like, I knew I had a keeper, a great chorus that, that could really be just giving some verses. And um, that's one of those, I think I wrote that one about two years ago, too. Um, and uh, it's, it's, it's one of those songs where, it, honestly, it could have been the opening track on the album. Mm-hmm. But it was a little harder than I wanted to start the album. I wanted to start a little more poppy, um, lighter um,
0: yeah. And running does that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it really does do. Yeah. So then um other than the song alone, do you have any other personal favorites off of the album?
1: Well, Michael is definitely uh, one of my favorites. There's a song called Dreams. Um and uh, this is kind of fun being here in Orlando. I actually wrote um Dreams in Florida uh, over at Fort Walton Beach. Um I had a real about 4 years ago, um I went on a tour and it kind of almost fell apart and then God rescued it, but it was a real turning point in my life um, where Jesus just really got a hold of me. Um, I just kind of was, you know, we, we try to do things right in our lives and we try to um, have right, the correct priorities, but in reality I started to realize that my priorities were a little out of place. Um, I had put the band and music, you know, in a, in a place that was almost higher than my family, and Jesus just really got a hold of me and showed to me that my dreams he wanted them to be his dreams. He wanted his dreams to be my dreams. And that tour, when it all kind of fell apart, um, when we, when we gathered it back together and we kind of regrouped, we found ourselves in, in Florida. My wife had flown out with our kids and, um, I was just sitting in a hotel looking out at the beach, you know, for me from Washington, I'm like, this is amazing. And then in the summer, it was like January and I'm looking out at this beach and, um, just felt like God say, you know, the, the main part of the course is, the journey is the end where it begins. I'm always fighting for that dream and that end satisfaction, but Jesus is saying, my dream is that you meet me in the midst of this journey, that you get your priorities straight, your family is the most important. I'm the first of God, and then family is the most important thing. And that just really hit me, and it was so freeing. So that's a real personal song for me, too. Uh, I remember recording it in the studio, just actually cried. You know, this is about six months ago. I was recording in the studio, and it's like, man, God, you, you took us from, from such a desperate place to, to where we're at now. Um, thank you, Jesus. And he can do that in all of our lives. Um, and it's such a blessing when, when he gives us those moments to really reflect and see where we have gone astray a little bit, and then when he can correct us. It's so awesome.
2: <laughs>
0: now, you just talked a little bit about the studio process. So do you guys write the music? I mean, play the music out and then write the song? Or is it the words already there and then you come up with the beat for the song?
1: Yeah, it just kind of depends. Each song is a little bit different. Usually, I, I get a chorus. In general, I usually get a chorus and I go, that's a good hook. And then I sit down and I, I, I write the rest of the, the verses based around that chorus. Since you mentioned that, one of the songs—actually, this is the other favorite song of mine— is. Um, uh, it's the song uh, Seamless mm-hmm. on the album. Yep. And honestly, I thought that was one of the weakest songs on the album. And it turns out to be my favorite song, just wow. about. Um, I kind of joke around if there's any song that I could listen over to and over, over to, if I had to listen to a song <laughs> for the rest of my life on repeat, it would be Seamless. Oh,
2: <laughs>
1: incredible. <laughs> <laughs> that song, I, I had the chorus, and I was even the chorus, the refrain was good, but I wrote the lyrics, I finalized the lyrics in the studio. And I was so happy with them now. And and they ended up being about the Eucharist um, and God's dwelling within us and how he wants our hearts to be seamless, uh, focused on him as the number one, and in a state of grace, obviously, when we receive the Eucharist, that we're seamless for him. And then he can dwell inside our hearts.
0: That's beautiful. So on the Thirsting's website, I saw that you guys have a really powerful phrase on there, which is, stay strong, stay Catholic. And I thought that was a very beautiful quote. So how do you stay strong, stay Catholic in your faith?
1: Um, Definitely when I'm on the road, it's the rosary that's critical. Um, And with my family, too. With kids, we try to go to mass regularly. I mean, daily. We go, obviously, on the weekends. Um, but then we try to go daily, but sometimes you just it's hard with the kids and stuff, and so we make sure we get the family rosary going on in the evening. Um, that's something I really try to push, to at my mission concerts and with the full band concerts as well, is the power of the rosary. That's how we can stay strong and stay Catholic. And then with that, I really just want to encourage um, just the Eucharistic presence of our Lord inside every Catholic church, in every tabernacle. God is as close to you, obviously, as a prayer, but in such a divine, powerful way, he's in the Blessed Sacrament, and making those visits, even if they're five minutes, or just you know, when I I, I try to run pretty often, and we have a church near us. And whenever I run, if the church is locked, I'll just genuflect there, and just remember Jesus is inside that church, not not symbolically, but really in a real way. Um, the Eucharist, the Body, Blood, Source and su- Summit, uh, the Source and Summit of our Catholic faith, the beginning. And the end. Why is it the beginning and the end? Because it's Jesus himself. That's critical. So um, the Eucharist and the rosary.
0: (laughs) You're so well spoken about the Catholic faith. But I was curious if you think that music is an instrument where it makes it easier to dialogue with people about the Catholic faith.
1: Yes. Since you mentioned that. So like what I did here for uh, the church out in Melbourne um, it was a parish mission concert, and those are solo concerts that I do. And, and if anyone's interested, um, you can go to my website. I, I got another website. It's called ComeHoldMySon.com. That's ComeHoldMySon.com, and this is the website for the parish missions that I do. And, and these, so, so I do the full band, and then I also do the solo acoustic stuff. And what I find with the solo acoustic mission concerts is that. The music uh, creates this softening of the heart, and then I can give a really strong Catholic message because hearts are kind of gently opened through the music. And that's what I found happened. That's what we just did in, out in Melbourne at Our Lady of Lord's Catholic Church there. Um, people's hearts are open, and then I can talk about things that we don't always talk about, like to talk about. Like I can go to, I can talk about abortion, artificial contraception, uh, gay marriage, and things like these. And people are, are, are more open to talking because they've been soothed by the music. And I this is this is a gentle way to really try to lead Catholics back into that authentic catholicity. We want to take the nominal catholic to be an authentic catholic. All of us are trying to be authentic catholic. No one's a perfect catholic. Um but that's that's the goal is, is that's the mission. That's that's the end point what we want to create. It, you know, if this town was authentically catholic, it would solve everything. We wouldn't have abortion here, we wouldn't have crime, we wouldn't have problems Mm -hmm. so our our vision of what we're trying to do is create authentic catholics and so music um can help soften that that blow sometimes (laughs) if if people are far from that and that's okay we're all in different
0: places (laughs) so that you mentioned that you were just at our lady of lords in melbourne and that's the reason why you were in florida so is it a mission concert a thing that you're always doing throughout the country
1: yeah for the most part almost every weekend i try to be at a mission concert um that's more so what i'm doing i i realized uh a few years back ago that the infrastructure for in the catholic church for a full rock band if you're saying i'm just doing rock catholic catholic music i'm just i'm not veering off into uh, you know uh contemporary like protestant music i'm focusing just on my catholics that the, the infrastructure isn't quite there for a full band but i can support myself doing solo acoustic stuff so um, I got the full band, and then I do the, the Parish Mission acoustic concerts, and those are just really powerful, especially during Lent um, and or any time of the year. They're wonderful. So if there's anyone listening that's that's curious about those for your parish, um, the, I got the website again. It's comeholdmyson.com, comeholdmyson.com, or you can just Google The Thirsting. It's linked on that website, too.
0: So you're a husband and a father of three boys. I mean, that's a lot of a full-time job as well, other than being a musician. So how do you say that your faith drives you to be such a guidance for your family?
1: Um, the, my faith is the most important thing, um, because without my faith, my family falls apart. I fall apart. So the, the faith just is the glue that keeps us together. It's always great, to coming back to my family. Um, my wife, when I come back home, she's like, here— take the kids. (laughs) I need a day off. (laughs) So, you know, you go from this place where you're in front of uh, four or five hundred people and everyone loves you and then you come home and you're changing diapers. So it's very humbling. But that's that's you know, that's what we need as artists because sometimes sometimes we can live in our heads and what people think of us. And the reality is I'm just another another Catholic guy with a family trying to get my kids to heaven.
0: Exactly. Amen. So we have a few minutes left of the show. And I wanted to ask, like, what's next for the band?
1: Yeah, we're working on some music videos. And uh, that's probably the the main thing. Um, I think we'll do some more touring in uh, 2019. Uh, 2018, we're going to focus a lot on our web presence and um, doing these parish missions all the time, too. That's that's always there yeah, we're actually we're going to Germany too um for wow. for a couple sh- shows out there so we might just we, we will be doing some international touring so we're excited about that um but we're always open to go to diocesan youth rallies or places like that we'd love to come to your diocese for a youth rally if <laughs> yes. that if god wills that
0: oh yeah the next time the band's in town hey you guys are welcome to come the faith fit radio
1: hey sweetness
0: <laughs> <laughs> so if there's anyone that's interested in downloading or, pa- or purchasing your album like where can they go
1: yeah. Well, first off, a great place to start is again that you can you can get those five free songs if you go to um, if you just text Catholic to three one nine nine six. You can do that on your phone right now. You just text Catholic to 31996. You, you'll, you'll get a link back from me that's going to ask for your email address. You put that in there, and then I'll send that to you. If, you, if you're like, no, you already want the music, uh, just just go to thethirstingcatholic.com. We haven't released this record yet on iTunes. The only way to get it is through um, the website. So just go to thethirstingcatholic.com.
0: So don't go anywhere. I'm actually going to be playing two of my favorite The Thirsting songs off of their album, Michael. And thank you so much for joining us, Daniel. I really appreciate you stopping by the studio.
1: Oh, thank you guys. You're welcome.
0: And thanks for listening to this special presentation. I'm Kathy Laguna from Faith Fit Radio. And until next time.